0: Cindy. Oh, hey, Nicole. Are we back for another Spill the Beans? We are. So we're going to try something different this week. I was talking to my mom earlier, and she reminded me that you had a whole bunch of funny travel stories that involve condoms and in random places throughout <laughs> New York.
1: Yeah, but everybody, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not like I'm the condom queen of New York. There was a time in my life where I worked for a place where I had access to free condoms. And coincidentally enough, at that same time, my sister was working for a place that was in need of free condoms. So periodically, I would gather up a bunch of condoms and take a train up to New England and deliver these condoms to my sister. So here are two times where this pretty much bit me in the butt. The first time I was at the office and all I had was a briefcase. So I took all of my makeup out. I took everything out of the briefcase but my ID and I stuffed it. I jam packed it filled with condoms. And then a friend called me up and was like, let's meet for a drink. Okay, fine. So I go downtown. You ever hung out in the seaport, Nicole? Yeah, a few times. I grew up by the yacht club on the water. Right, right, right. But at this time in New York, the South Street Seaport had like four or five different bars. So you could bar hop in the oh, seaport. That seaport. I forgot yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. yeah. No, so, I haven't been down there. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of Wall Street types. You could bar hop. You go from place to place. There's usually live music. It was summertime. Whatever. One drink turned into probably 12 if it's me. And so then I had to get a cab back and I was living in Brooklyn. So I get a cab. I get out of the cab. I go home. The next morning I wake up and I realize I don't have my briefcase. So I left <laughs> the briefcase in the cab. So like how many condoms are
0: we actually talking about here?
1: Because my mom uh, remembered
0: this story better than I do. Like, is it like 10 condoms? Or did you
1: have a bag full of like a Hundred condoms. I would say more than a hundred (laughs) condoms. And so,
0: feel like a duffel bag full of condoms.
1: It was a briefcase, but it was like a large briefcase. Like a big briefcase. I don't know. The kind of briefcase that expands on the bottom like an accordion. Okay, so it wasn't like a show briefcase. No, no, it wasn't like this pretty briefcase just to say, "Hey, look at my briefcase." It was a literal briefcase that worked. I was a budget analyst at that time. I was always bringing home reams of budgets to go over. So I had a large briefcase. Anyway. The point is, I just figured it was lost and I was getting ready to have to go, you know, downtown and get a new driver's license and the whole nine yards. But I get a phone call at the office the next day. Is this Cindy? I'm like, yes, I found your briefcase. Wait, Nicole, how did he- I was mortified. <laughs> how do you have your number? You had your number in your briefcase? Well, all I had left in there was an ID and it was my work ID and my driver's license. And my work ID happened to have, if lost, call this number. Uh oh. And so he asked for me because he had my, my name. Got it. Right. And so I got the phone call and he's like, I found your briefcase and I'm mortified and I'm like, okay, can we meet to pick it up? And he's like, okay. And so I literally had to go and pick up this briefcase in Midtown Manhattan at this guy's office. And he was <laughs> cute and he was respectful and everything, but I was mortified. And he didn't really ask me any questions, but he did ask me out. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't feel like there was any way our relationship could start off.
0: It's in finding a big bag of condoms that belong yeah. to you. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I just didn't even see how. Where Where do you go from that?
0: I don't know where you go from that. I mean, I have never walked around Manhattan with a big bag of condoms.
1: Well, I have I, I
0: don't even have time to, like, think about
1: this, to reenact it. Yeah. Um, okay, so the second time I had a big bag of condoms, I was trying to catch a train And I was in Brooklyn, so you could get the Long Island Railroad to Penn Station, and then you could get Amtrak to New England. So I was running late for my train at the Brooklyn Station, and I tripped on the platform. And this time I had a giant tote bag filled with more condoms. And so I tripped, and I fell on the platform, and the condoms went spewing out everywhere. And I'm all dressed up because I got off work, and I'm in a silk dress with a split and high heels, and my hair is done, and I'm looking good. But I'm on my hands and knees just picking up (laughs) condoms off the train platform and I swear Nicole everybody that helped me was a man in a suit and they were all good looking and I'm mortified and I'm 20 something and I'm like I can't really look at you in the eyes and every guy is like here miss here's your condom here miss here's your condom. I swear it was like 20 men no me. I got actually I didn't have anything
0: like that well I did have something like that but I had it with tampons I had a bag once that I was carrying on to Amtrak and for some reason it was carry bag and it opened and a whole bunch of tampons along the floor and it was a bunch of guys behind me. And I was just trying to kick them under the seat at that point And be like, oh, God, I don't need these. Like, I'll buy more when I get where I'm going. <laughs> but,
1: but they knew they were mine. What do you
0: think is worse, tampons it, or condoms? I don't know. People use both. I think most adults in New York are familiar with both. But I feel like the tampon might almost be worse around guys. Because guys have a funny thing about tampons.
1: They see a tampon, so they're reminded of you're a woman. And that's, you know, the part of you being a woman they're not too thrilled with. But they see a condom, and they're like, oh, you're a woman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. I had actually another tampon story once, too. This is kind of gross, but um, I you was know. coming back from Morocco. It was not gross that way. I was coming back from Morocco, and I had moved them from a box into a baggie because it was easier to keep in my suitcase and easier to pack. And for some reason, when I was in the marrakesh airport they had two different lines going one for not just americans but a bunch of people and then other for people who were like moroccan and i was going back to the u.s but i think they kept thinking i was moroccan they kept speaking to me in french and moving me to another line even though i was with people that were speaking english that they sent to a different line and we were sitting next to each other so finally i got into the right line they decided to check my bag so they did a full screen of my bag and this older male security guard pulled out this bag of tampons. The ones that I happened to use were very small. And I guess they could look like bullets. And I think he thought for a moment they were bullets. So he opened hey, the wife. bag and he was opening one. And I was trying to explain to him in French for a few- <laughs> And he didn't get it until he fully unwrapped one and looked at it. It's like we were both so mortified at that point. <laughs> he threw everything back in my bag and like pushed me through. He walked me up to get me through the rest of security. I think just that we would be away from each other and not have to look at each other at all. But it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. The background noise in my head was like, you just have to deal with it okay. and be calm. Don't over. <laughs> this is what it is, especially in a country like Morocco, which is a little bit more conservative.
1: I had a experience nice. at customs. It was going to Canada, and Canada is traditionally, you know, very friendly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is the second time I'm referring to Canada in my stories, So I do love you, my Canadian friends. Like but Canada. I'm going through customs, and what do you think I had in my suitcase? The vibrator? I mean I don't know I thought are we escalating up from here
0: condoms I I (laughs) got I don't know I thought we were escalating
1: up so no I had bags of coffee and so I got stopped at customs because they came up through the x-ray you know they didn't know what it was and I was bringing coffee to my friend and so they opened up my suitcase and I didn't even think about it but I had almost an empty carry-on roller bag but on one side of it it was filled with fuzzy animal onesies. <laughs> like grown-up size why? onesies. Why? I'm kind of creeped out now. <laughs> because I was going to meet a bunch of girlfriends for a get-together in Canada. I remember I this,
0: thought, but why do you have a bunch of onesies?
1: <laughs> because I thought, wouldn't it be funny if we had a slumber party? <laughs> but she, got, <laughs> the airport security person called over her friend because I guess she thought like maybe I had a fetish maybe I was into animal play cosplay maybe
0: I mean honestly like I might be a little concerned if I saw someone that really only had animal onesies and coffee I might be thinking are they smuggling something is this gonna (laughs) be some weird thing where we have to track it and we're gonna find out there's this big drug cartel that's walking around with you know tiger onesies on
1: right well it was a unicorn a chicken and a giraffe. Okay, so
0: now everyone can see. Cindy and I have very different mindsets on where we were going with this travel thing. (laughs) I was not going to get coffee in animal onesie. (laughs) i never dropped condoms around New York, but I guess guess it kind of evens out. I guess getting around anywhere, there's always travel stories. There are. I've had some other funny airport experiences. The only time that I can think of that was really noticeable was that awful time. Heathrow and I had my Bridget Jones moment and pretty much everything I touched fell apart and I almost fell down the escalator stairs with my rolly bag. And then I had to run to catch this flight to Manchester. It was awful.
1: But I hope you were like Bridget and you chose vodka and Shaka Khan instead of being upset.
0: (laughs) Oh, I did. I think I chose the lounge and some wine and then maybe another glass of wine. Well, I say cheers to that. I
1: say (laughs) cheers to that.